You are now entering Nowhere, California. If you like what you hear, you can subscribe to us on your favorite podcast sites like iTunes by searching Nowhere, California. A reminder, Nowhere, California podcast is our old feed, so please subscribe to Nowhere, California, our new feed. Also, you can get your Nowhere, California fix online by going to our official website, NowhereCalifornia.com and emailing us at nowhere underscore california at yahoo.com ideas from everywhere voices from nowhere since 2011 hi this is marilyn gigliani and you're listening to nowhere california welcome to nowhere california presents our conversation with marilyn gigliani yeah you got it this is josh this is nick and this is another edition of nowhere california presents our continuing coverage from the stanley kamikaze and who are we talking to this time Marilyn Gigliotti. Yeah, you do right? <laughs> yeah, you got it. Marilyn Gigliotti. Yes, this West Coast boy born in Oklahoma. Has <laughs> ran across too many um, Italian names in the past, but like I told her and I told uh, Dean Bashar, like the name could be Joe Smith and I will be paranoid I'm going to butcher it. <laughs> I bet you Phil just raked you over the coals on this one, didn't he? You'll, you'll hear it in a moment. <laughs> But um, kind of give the backstory on this. Um, I've been kind of in conversations off and on with Marilyn Gigliotti. Hey, look with, at that. There you without go. even struggling. Nice. I've been talking to her off and on on Facebook, and I've really been wanting to try to get a conversation right. with her for the podcast because, hell, it's Marilyn. Yeah, well, yeah, and she makes herself really accessible to the fans as yeah. well, too. So. so as soon as uh, we got our clearance from the Kamikaze, and I knew she was going, she was the first person I emailed, yeah. and I'm like, you want to talk to us? I know we're nobodies, but hey. <laughs> yeah. No, that was, that was very cool. And it was very cool. Like, when we got there and we walked up to her, she kind of recognized me a little bit. Because she was kind of like, I know you're from somewhere. Hey, you got one of those weird heads like that. Yeah, I know. You know, like sloth or... Yeah. Know, or Nicholas Die. <laughs> Ouch, sir. Have you looked in a mirror? Yes, but I can still pronounce her name. Marilyn Gigliotti. Gigliotti. Mm-hmm. Okay, there we go. Anyways, it was a great conversation. It was an honor talking to her. She was very lovely, very awesome and cool i guess there's nothing else to say besides enjoy our conversation with marilyn gigliotti i did it right again good job we're standing here right now with marilyn gigliotti oh my god i'm horrible at this i I mess up john smith yeah he he, he does you ready yeah i guess that no let's just roll with it Uh, like i said i'm probably unfortunately going to butcher the name a lot of times that earlier moment that you said it right yeah that's very true too marilyn gigliotti hey that's why i keep him around there you go um i guess the opening question would be how often do you get your last name butchered Uh, since since i was a kid you know it's like whenever i have something that i have to go to even jury duty yes i hear marilyn long pause i'm like here very true like that moment in school is just like don't try it like it's me um do you go to a lot of these conventions or i've been going to quite a few i mean you know not as many as i would even love to yeah um but uh, you know i'm getting to see a lot of places that i probably would never see at all so and next year i'm actually getting to go to canada oh sweet yeah that's cool Uh, do you enjoy the fan interactions i do i do i I love hearing their stories how they've been inspired by the film what it's meant to them um yeah i mean and where they are and what their aspirations are so it's good it's nice to hear i guess to like sum it up for us if there wasn't clerks we wouldn't be doing what we're doing right now it's true yeah um and i guess to jump into the clerks pool um how did you initially hear about the auditions for clerks i think kevin has said on like the snowball effect he got the playhouse and everything but 
what was your like first uh, knowledge of Clerks? Well, I was uh, in the middle of doing another play or in the rehearsals of another play. I can't quite remember exactly, but it was a theater that I had actually done some work at as well. And so it, it was just kind of going through the grapevine. It's like, oh, you know, if you want to do any audition, it says there's this kid who's uh, making a movie. And I'm like, I didn't care who it was. Yeah. Uh, I wanted the experience to audition for that and see if I can get on a film as well. So, and that's basically what happened. And I guess uh, one of the stories he always talks about is that you cried on stage. Yeah. And his reaction. How how was it seeing him react to you uh, out in the... Honestly, it's not like I really saw that. Yeah. Because I was nervous. And to be honest, it's like, yeah, I got emotional. Thank God I got, at least got emotional, but I don't feel that audition was anywhere near as good as I've done it before and after. Yeah. So... Yeah, I mean, I was able to get some emotion, but it felt very forced for me. Yeah. So, I mean, thank God for that, though, that at least, you know, it, 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 it uh, drew some attention for me. Exactly. And um, I noticed on your IMDb uh, career list, uh, you do a lot of independent films. It, 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 um, what leads you into these roles? Is there something that you always look for with the cast and crew or the script? or What, what leads you to deciding, yes, I want to be a part of this movie? Uh, definitely the script. Um, and knowing the people that I've worked with as well, um, as far as the independent films that I've done. Like, both of the sci-fi films that I've done have been with Neil Johnson. I had seen his work. I, I love the way he puts together his, his uh, scripts and his movies. And he makes it very effortless to be able to work on set. It's, there's no hurry up and waiting or anything like that. Um, and it, it's it's always a, like a nice, small group of people just really all there for the same thing. Yeah, and that's, that's the important thing, especially independence, that's make sure everybody's there for the right reasons. If yeah. the one person's not there for the right reasons, they stick out like a sore thumb. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm very happy with a lot of the independent films that I've done because also... It's maybe not a supporting, I mean, a lead character, but it's a supporting that has enough, I guess, juice to the character. Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, juice, juice, I like that. And, um, and it's been able to really uh, show strength and the growth, I think, for me. Uh, exactly. And you make the decision to choose a role. Um, what is the process that you take when you want to develop the character? For me, it's... It's like, you know, you look at those lines, and, and for me, looking at those lines, it's like, oh, God, okay, i got to memorize all these lines. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> that's a scary thing for me. Yeah, it's like, my memory's terrible. Yeah, I am. Um, he'll be off book. He does a lot of theater work. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he'll be off book before, like, half of the... Yeah. Once you get the lines down, you can have more fun with the character. Yeah, that's my exactly. experience, you know? Well, and when I'm not sitting down and memorizing those lines, when I'm just going about doing business at work or whatever, I'm thinking about the character, and that's when I'm thinking about about well what makes her tick why is she you know what's going yeah. on during that scene and that helps the memorization process for me yes yeah. I'm with you there uh, and uh, I guess continuing with the theater subject um, with film and theater is there one that you prefer more than the other or is it kind of a hand in hand it's a hand in hand for me anyway I mean and there's different reasons why I love them both because with theater you've got Reaction Immediate reaction. The energy feeds you. Yes. And then you're going from beginning, middle, and end. 
where film, you could be shooting the last mm -hmm. uh, event of the movie the first day. Yeah. So you have to really be conscious of where you're at in the storyline mm -hmm. and where you want your emotions to be and where they have to be for yeah. those scenes. Right. Um, I did a short film called Neighbors. Um, I think it's about two years ago. And there was one scene where once I was done with it, I was like, gosh, you know, I needed to be a little bit more emotional during this scene. Um, but that's the first, that's, that was the first scene that we shot. And I'm supposed to be all worried about my daughter. And even though I was worried, I just felt like there had to be a little bit more to it. It's yeah. kind of hard to get to the build, like when you're in a, when you're in a stage production, if you're, you know, you let the emotion build naturally as the production goes on. But if you're filming out of sync, yes. which most films do do, yes. that can be very challenging. And I think, I see that's exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And, and the one thing that I really like about Kevin as well, it's like, I mean, I don't know that he's done this with all, but I, more than likely he probably has. He has a rehearsal process. Yeah, he's oh, very cool. notorious on that. And I was like, you don't really get that. Blocking is rehearsal in most other films. Yeah. Right. Um, or they'll have a table read before they start filming. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Not the same thing as a rehearsal. No, no, <laughs> yeah, but, but you get an idea. In the same thing as Kevin, like you're talking about, he brings him into the house and just goes, okay, let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, too, you've talked about a little bit on your Facebook uh, doing uh, audiobook narrations. Yeah. How did you uh, jump into that world? You know, just looking for another avenue to uh, pay the bills. That's a good way to do it. <laughs> cool, cool. And, um, uh, David H. Lawrence, the 18th, I think it is. Yeah. I met him through the convention circuit and got to know him. He, was, uh, he played the puppet master on Heroes. Oh, nice. And so he teaches voiceover classes. And so I got to know him, and, and one of the things that he teaches is about how easy it is for people to get into the narration of audiobooks. And so that's, that's how pretty much I got started. I mean, I wish I had more time to sit down to have a little bit more on my library, so to speak. Yeah. Um, but you know, between all the things that I'm usually doing, it's it's hard because you got to sit down. I like sitting down all day to be able to do a, a good portion of the book. I, I don't like sitting for just an hour or two. Yeah. That's all I have. Exactly. It's like when we record this, and like I do all the sound editing myself and everything self-taught. I never even thought about taking any type of classes. I just sat down. and was like. Okay, let's do this. And now it's almost uh, like a meditative thing where I'm just like, I have like a horrible day at work or something, and I'm like, I'm going to go home and edit. <laughs> and at least though, with the editing, it's like you're just kind of taking out things, but I have to read it. Yeah. Then I have to go back and make sure that the words are the way that they were supposed to be. Oh, exactly. That I didn't add any words, omit any words, and pronounced it properly. <laughs> so a little less of a zen process. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not as much. And then worry about whether my closet is going to be too hot to, because in the summer I couldn't record at all. It's just, yeah. it's too brutally hot. I don't have any AC. Yeah, that's definitely true. Um, before we wrap everything up, um, do you have any upcoming projects you want our listeners to know about and where can we find you online? Um, I don't have any real projects that are coming out, although Lake Erie, the movie that I shot two years ago, that's starting to make the festival circuit and they just picked up distribution, so they're coming out January 15th, I believe. Um, I'm not sure limited release or not, or if it's straight to video, I don't know. We'll double check it and put it in our show notes. Yeah. And, um, and then they 
Neighbors, that's going to be doing the Festival Circuit, the short film. It's a horror film. And both of them are, actually. Um, and that's pretty much kind of it, you know, other than waiting for Clerks 3 to finally... Right. I wasn't going to ask that question. <laughs> I know you probably get that left and right, like, when's Clerks 3? When's Clerks 3? <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it's, it's, it's been heartbreaking to have to wait so long because it's been postponed three times. Yeah. But uh, I'm really looking forward to that and, uh, you know, hopefully I'll get a bone thrown my way from Mulbrats. I don't know. Oh, but, uh, awesome. <laughs> but you can find me on Instagram, Husay, um, Twitter, Facebook. <laughs> That's awesome. And uh, mentioning folks again and everything, uh, with our show we do have a specific uh, end question we'd like to ask. Okay. Um, and your experience at Clerks is kind of a good answer for it, but um, what is Marilyn Gigliotti? Did I do it right? No. No. <laughs> no, I'm going to get it right sooner or later. I know I know it's in my head pronouncing correctly. Gigliotti. 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 Okay. Gigliotti. There you go. Yes, okay. Cool. All right. I just got to repeat it constantly. Yes. Marilyn Gigliotti. <laughs> Yay! Okay. What is your favorite what the fuck movie moment? Oh. Like you said, you you you're a cause for some with the whole 37 line. <laughs> but not not in necessarily in Clerks, just in any general. Oh, anything that anything. you've seen. Oh man, there's personal experience. There's anything. a lot though. Oh, I know. Um, but you just we just want we want to pinpoint what you think uh, what was your favorite or what you think see, is the biggest. Here's yeah. the thing though, it's like I don't like picking favorites of anything because I can't choose. That's like it, it picking a hard favorite child. Yeah. I can't do that. I but, understand. Oh my god, a, a what the fuck moment. Uh, like one answer we got when we. Interviewed uh, Ralph Wilson, the guy that does the voice of Pinky Yakko. He was his own. Yeah, he <laughs> talked about his experience uh, playing a cameraman in the movie Body Double. Uh-huh. And that people were going, what the fuck? Is that Rob Paulson? You know, so he was his own. What and the he, fuck? he was talking about how he was on set and it was a porn shoot. Yeah, and he was surrounded like, by people what with... What the uh, hell am I doing here? Yeah, he was, <laughs> the way he put it, he said he was surrounded by people with various degrees of uh, arousal. <laughs> is how he so put honestly, it. Honestly, it, it's whatever yeah. stands out. I yeah. mean, oh my gosh. It doesn't have to be a favorite because there's a lot of people that go... Uh, Sid Haig told us Paris Hilton and House of Wax. He was just like, I don't. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it was, you know, they're simple. They're... I mean, ew, gosh. <laughs> Friday the Thirteenth and Hellraiser. They, I mean, but a moment I couldn't even tell you. Actually, oh. Hellraiser is a good, Hellraiser is like a good one. Gathering of moments. That yeah. that movie freaks me the fuck out. Oh, okay. Totally and, agree. And I actually, um, I met him two years ago. Um, Pinhead. Yeah. Oh, oh, Doug Bradley. Doug, yeah. Yeah. I met him and I had to specifically go to him and I said, it's like, I just want to tell you, you scared the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That, that works perfectly. That. That's perfect. Thank you so much for your You're welcome. Time.